<clears throat> and clear the throat, and off we go. Hello, and welcome back to Tomorrowgation, or How I Ripped Off Buffy the Vampire Slayer, uh, a series that I wrote when I was about 14 years old, uh, where I was obsessed with every single Joss Whedon show, and I wrote this thing, which was about me and my uh, heterosexual life partner here, MC. Hi. About how great and awesome it would be if we were supernatural crime-fighting ninjas who fought uh, zombies and uh, other bad ninjas and vampires and uh, the local mafia and uh, other uh, miscellaneous evil things. Um, and that's what we is. So we can, we review each episode and we keep all the original grammar and spelling. And there's a lot of that and there's a lot of really long sentences as well. And we look back on it and just see... What exactly did I rip off from Buffy and Angel and Firefly and Friends and just uh, Scooby-Doo and just <laughs> everything else that I'd ever encountered <laughs> in my entire life? And the answer is everything. You ripped off everything. 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 There's not a single original idea here. <laughs> uh, now, this is uh, Family Part 2. And in Part 1, we had the biggest uh, plot reveal of the series so far. Uh, so our friend Jay, who's rich, and that's about all the character development he's got so far. Uh, he was kidnapped in an earlier episode, I think like episode two. I think we saved, we saved Jay and his secretary Louise, who also works for us now, um, from the Mafia. And it turns out that the man behind Jay's kidnapping was Jay's own father, who doesn't have a name. Apparently. <laughs> it's just Jay's father. Uh, it's on his birth certificate. <laughs> uh, I hope we find out. Actually, I don't know if he has got a name. <laughs> We'll find out, we'll find out. It may be a uh, lot easier when you thought about naming his son. It's like, what should I, what should I call my son? Well, my name's Jay's father. <laughs> I know! Bill! <laughs> <laughs> and the other twist was that uh, Jay's father, uh, Mr. Jay's father, as it is to you, uh, is also funding our antagonists of the series, Jack and Lee, who are also ninjas, but evil versions. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we're going to pick up now on uh, Family Part 2. The taxi driver was speaking, but Louise didn't understand. She had been limited. She had a limited knowledge of the Japanese language, and that was pretty much used up when she told him the address of the mansion. I like, but like but, in, I mean, she learnt Latin, right? In like yeah, three in hours. Yeah, episode. Yeah, so she just, I don't know, hasn't bothered with Japanese. <laughs> it's because she's racist. <laughs> no, that's us. Oh yeah, true, true. <laughs> she continued to nod along politely to the driver, and for the fourth time, tried Jay's mobile number. It wasn't like him to have it off, as it was needed for business. Whatever business that is, we haven't established this yet. <laughs> and when you're in stocks and shares, oh, then you need to be available 24 hours a day. He's in stocks and shares, MC. I don't know how much of an insight you had into the financial world. In <laughs> I was like Gordon Gecko of the teenage era. Yep. <laughs> I, is that Wolf of Wall Street? No, that's, uh, oh, the other one, the one before that. Um, uh, oh, I'm, I'll put it in post-edit, like it was yeah. completely seamless. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Good reference for Thanks. something you haven't seen. Oh, well, she thought, maybe he's picked up a hooker or something. <laughs> uh, we should, surely we should be, everyone should be a bit more paranoid, considering all the shit that goes down says, like, Nah, it's fine. I haven't seen them in like two weeks. I just keep hearing <laughs> screaming noises from inside their room. It's fine. It's only been a few hours, to be fair. Like, yeah, that's, that's, true, I mean, true. when someone's been missing for a few hours, naturally you go, hooker. That's <laughs> why I always assume when I call you and you don't answer. <laughs> yeah. Back inside the mansion, and Shindo Khan was making slow progress. 
Oh yeah, because MC and Chip have not, and they're not talking because the kids died and they blame yeah, each other yeah. while themselves Shana, for letting them down. Shana Khan was being a marriage counsellor. <laughs> the two ninjas had at least started to come to terms with what happened at the school. Oh, the school blew up, in case you missed that episode. No, the magic blew up. Oh, the magic blew up, yes, and it must have killed the kids somehow as well. Yeah. MC offered Chip his hand <laughs> and said, sorry, it is a marriage counselling. <laughs> it's just sometimes I feel like you pay more attention to the vampires than, than to me. It's just you go off and kill zombies and you don't even tell me when you find a vampire that's got a bad reputation. <laughs> I just, you know, you're really stubborn, like, when you refuse to die. <laughs> it's because I was upset and worried, but I don't talk about that. Uh. MC offered Chip his hand and said sorry. He told Chip that they shouldn't blame each other or themselves. It was Jack that wired up the explosives, and it was Jack who pulled the trigger, not them. You pull the trigger on explosives? Sure, why not? Maybe he shot the explosives with a gun. <laughs> The, oh, my normal voice, not... Yes, yeah, oh, wow. no accents for you I, here. I'd actually forgotten that MC had a, a voice. <laughs> it's been so long. Uh, we did all we could, and I know we felt lousy after, but we've got to move on. There are other people to help. Chip looked up at his friend, his face showing many emotions. He went to speak, but stopped when he noticed Shinno Khan disappear. <laughs> Ooh, this is new. Oh, a few seconds later, he reappeared in the living room. Okay, drink. <laughs> Does it count when he reappears or is it only when he appears? Reappearing is a form of appearing. That's true. So I think you definitely drink that. That's fair, that's fair. He explained to MC and Chip that he was needed on the other planes for a few minutes. I shall return soon, he said. Probably left the gas on or something. <laughs> MC sat down and waited for his colleague to finish when he started to say... What? Wait... MC sat down, sat back down, and waited for his colleague to finish what he started to say. Oh, you're waiting for me yeah, to... Yeah, yeah. Okay. He grew impatient as Chip remained silent. Finally, he couldn't take it. For God's sake, say something, man! He stood up. Ooh, drama. Mm-hmm. Chip also got out of his chair and approached MC. So they were nose to nose? And then they kissed. <laughs> Slowly and gently, with lots of tongue. Oh, let's just turn this into slash fiction. Chip got a big boner. <laughs> what the hell do you want me to say? His voice was crazy. I don't know. Just, just anything to let me know that we're okay, replied MC. Well, sorry to disappoint you, ninja chum, but we ain't. <laughs> that hurts so much. <laughs> You're no longer my ninja chum. Because I meant that sarcastically. <laughs> MC was taken back. Where? Where was he taken back to? <laughs> He'd never seen Chip this angry, but he wasn't about to take crap like that from his friend. So what? You gonna go all teenage angsty on me? Also, like, this is inspired by Just Whedon, so I think teenage angsty is pretty much inevitable. Yeah, that's true. That's true. They were close to blows, and from the doorway, Louise watched in horror as her friends shouted obscenities, which really offended her delicate ears. <laughs> she finally intervened. Shut up, both of you! No, 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 get it right. Oh, sorry, sorry. Shut up, both of you! <laughs> both of you. <laughs> Shut up, both of you! She's so angry she can't speak. 
MC and Chip, surprised, stepped away from each other, feeling embarrassed that Louise saw them arguing. She stepped in between them. What the hell is going on with you two? That's something I would like to know. Shinna Khan had returned as promised. He walked into the living room. I have already lost two of my students and will not lose my remaining two. The two that care about what happens to the world. The ninjas that I trained to make the world a better place. I need these two men, and so does your friend, Jay. The rich one. <laughs> the one with no other characteristics, just money. The one who keeps fucking prostitutes. <laughs> I'd like Slipknot. I really hope we find out where the fuck Shinno Khan goes when he disappears. Because he just comes back and he's like, right, okay, your friend's been kidnapped. Okay, so you need to go and save him. I think he's done that like twice now. I think, to be honest, like he's an old man. He's got a really weak bladder. He probably just goes to the <laughs> toilet all the time. Or he just forgets where he was. True, yeah, he's got amnesia. Yeah, he's like, oh, what was I going to tell them? <laughs> oh, yeah, their friend got kidnapped. <laughs> that was four weeks ago. <laughs> a few minutes later, and Shinno Khan had explained the predicament that Jay was in and that his father was behind it. Still neither ninjas spoke, but Louise did. I know you two have a lot of grief to work through, but you need to do something for Jay's and everyone in world's sake. <laughs> MC and Chip looked at her thinking, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> Get over it. She was very firm as she spoke. Oh, sorry. Should I do that in a more firm and do it, do it. Get over it. She was very firm as she spoke. Saving Jay is all that matters at the moment. And you two need to be together on this, or he will die. A few seconds of uncomfortable silence passed. Then Chip said, Let's go. They grabbed their coats, because it was a bit nippy outside, and left. Well, so it was more dramatic. Yes. <laughs> now, do you remember the intro to Tomorrow Gason that we filmed? Oh, yes. This is totally reminding me of this. Oh, I need to find that and put that on the channel. <laughs> oh, where would that be? Okay, I'll hunt for that. In a rubbish bin. <laughs> Shinno Khan had told MC and Chip the location of Jay. It was a warehouse owned by his father that was supposedly abandoned, and we know how much they love abandoned things. And of course oh. it's a fucking warehouse, because this is where all crime goes down in <laughs> TV. The docks, a warehouse, or a genetics office. <laughs> Oh, that's true. He's branching out. It's not the genetics <laughs> office. There seems to be a lot of them in Tokyo. Oh, I even referenced the amount of abandoned buildings that, that seem to be in Tokyo. Self-referential. Hold well on. 14-year-old Chip becomes self-aware. <laughs> on the way, it was Chip who was doing most of the talking. He repeated to MC that they would have to be together to save Jay and the world again. <laughs> <laughs> For the sake of the children, let's, let's be together. <laughs> the dead children. <laughs> MC agreed, and that was all that was said. Jay wondered if his friends knew where he was to be able... Okay. You can do it. Okay. Jay wondered if his friends knew where he was to be able to save him. they better if they won that pool table. He thought, again going back to money. Then the bright lights returned to sting his eyes and sure enough, there was his dad. Only this time he was holding a small pistol. His father, Freddie Bowden... Oh, he's got a name! Yeah. And we called him Freddie. Yeah, there's a reference as well. <laughs> I think that's the second time I've used Freddy as well. I think he turned up in an earlier episode, but I don't think it was Jay's dad. Okay. His father, Freddy Belden, had always been an arrogant man right the way through his life. 
His father before him, Jay's grandfather, had accumulated the family's money by running a protection agency for local gangsters in London way back in the 50s. Why would local gangsters need protection? <laughs> From the national gangsters? <laughs> Everything's local. Local <laughs> mafia, local gangsters. It's all very regional, this. Uh, you, you support small business. Well, small organised crime. <laughs> he then moved on to, to Tokyo with the money he had made and invested in every known crime available <laughs> at the time. <laughs> Went to the investment uh, place and like, yeah, I'd, I'd like to invest in crime. Have you got... No, no, anything like, you know, rape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shoplifting, yeah. sure, yeah. <laughs> I want to invest in every known crime that's available at this time. <laughs> Eventually came the time for Freddy to take over the family business. There's a lot of backstory here. Mm-hmm. Only he wanted to cover up the crime aspect, so he moved into some legitimate <laughs> business. <laughs> legitimate. Mm-hmm. So he moved into some legitimate business dealings. Legitimate one for the Tomorrowgate lexicon there. Not not legitimate though. It's no, still no, illegal. This is... <laughs> but it is legitimate. <laughs> but the main source of the Bowden family still came from drugs, smuggling, and murder, which were the only known crimes available at that time. <laughs> Tokyo is a bit behind the times, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. too time to catch up. Jay's father had hoped one day to pass it on to him, but Jay had become a free spirit. Every week, he was away at rock concerts and partying with his friends. In other words, he wasn't the businessman that his dad wanted him to be. So Freddie needed someone to take over the business side of things. Then came along Jack and Lee. Ooh, this is, makes a somewhat... A bit of sense? Yeah, it does. Well, sure. well done. As much as this can. Did Jack and Lee learn like drug smuggling and murder before or after ninja school? <laughs> well, they were probably getting the business into the uh, new types of crime that had come about since then. Oh, said. that's true, that's true. They had broken into one of Freddy's meetings. They broke into a meeting one day and made him a very interesting offer. <laughs> one he could not refuse. No, 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 no. One he could not reuse. <laughs> <laughs> This is a one-time offer that you can only use one, like a coupon. Exactly. There's an expiry day on it, is the thing. <laughs> Redeem one coupon for two evil ninjas for you to fund. <laughs> this offer, best before, 21st of March. <laughs> one he could not reuse, but there was just one loosed end to tie up. <laughs> Jay. <laughs> uh. <sighs> After some unexpected interference, Interferon... Interferon... No, is that legit? It's not coming up on my spell check on the thing. Interferon. I think that's right. Is it? It doesn't look right. I think you're just assuming that you would have spelled it wrong. True, Maybe. yeah. I'm wow, sure. I'm being harsh on my own teenage self. Well done, 14-year-old Chip. <laughs> After some expected interference from MC and Chip, Jay had managed to survive his father's first attempt at getting rid of him, but now, as he stood next to a helpless Jay, it looked like he was finally going to finish it once and for all. Then came the unexpected interference again, as MC smashed down the door. Freddy had not planned ahead. He had no backup. It was just him, Jay, and now the ninja. He pushed the gun barrel into Jay's forehead. Where's the other one? He asked. Glass suddenly shattered from above Freddy's head, and Chip leaped from the roof down onto Freddy. Full on Batman. Here Here I am. He said as he landed on his feet. <laughs> that was definitely the delivery as well. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> Hi. 
The gun fell out of Freddy's hand and skidded across to MC, who picked it up. Chip started to untie Jay as his father climbed back to his feet. MC aimed the gun at him. What are you going to do? Shoot me? <laughs> you don't kill people. The voice is evolving. It really is. Yeah. You don't count. Replied MC. I love that you had to pause there to get your own natural voice back. Get into character again. Yeah. <laughs> Jay, now out of the chair, asked MC to throw him the gun, which he did. Jay walked over to his father and said, Goodbye, Dad! Freddy closed his eyes, awaiting the loud gunshot, which you always hear before you die, I guess. (laughs) It's a really slow bullet. (laughs) Instead, Jay just smacked him on the back of the head with the gun. The force of it knocked Freddy down. Jay left with MC and Chip. As Freddy got up, he rubbed to the back of his head. You shouldn't have let me go. He whispered silently... Oh, this is just what so did he did he just mouth it <laughs> <laughs> well he didn't want them to actually hear because then they would come back and like tie him up or arrest him or something also what an anticlimax like I know it's just Jay's dad like he should have had a room full of goons that we all take down and you know save Jay in the nick of time but no we're there we knock him over and then Jay gets the gun lightly taps his dad on the back of the head and it's like bye also like will will anything I mean, this the, you know, this millionaire who tried to murder his own son and has been funding the the ninjas that have been destroying half of Tokyo all the time. What should we do? We'll give him a warning. <laughs> I guess Jay, you know, there's been a character development here for Jay. He's not ready to kill his evil dad just I yet. I mean, not even kill him. Just fucking tie him up, arrest him, <laughs> send him to Arre- the police. Arrest him, yeah. Well, he's the 1%, isn't he? So he's not going to go down. <laughs> oh, there's, oh, this is a comment on like uh, income inequality and all that kind of stuff. Sorry, I didn't realise that the, the story was going so deep. <laughs> sure, that's what it is. Back inside the mansion, and it was all still quiet. All four had been sitting in the kitchen, listening to Jay talk about his family. So as you can see, he concluded, we're all fucked in the head. Then MC suddenly stood up. Jay's right, he said. The only family us lot, us lot of got. <laughs> Jay's right, he said. The only family us lot of got is each other, and that has to be important. If we let anything come between that, then we're left with nothing. Very inspirational. Chip also stood up, and everyone waited for his reply. He gave it. I couldn't have put it better myself. He smiled. That was worth the wait. Then so did everyone. So, we back? Asked MC. We're back, answered Chip. Louise was the next person to stand up, and she was on hug duty. She hugged MC and Jay, and was about to hug Chip when someone knocked on the front door. Saved by the bell, (laughs) he remarked. He hates hugs. (laughs) He only understands, the only emotion he gets is anger, and the only way he expresses that is by kicking gates. (laughs) Louise smiled. She missed the old chip. As he walked down the hall, the person at the door knocked again. Fuck, they're impatient, aren't they? He started to sprint, thinking maybe it was someone in trouble. He opened the door. Hello, bro, said Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm going for a bit of a surfer motif with this, I think, so let me do this again. (laughs) Hello, bro, said Scott. His brother? You sound like a you sound like a cartoon character from a nineties uh, cartoon. It's amazing. Also, the last line. Yeah. To be continued. Dot 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 dot. 
Da, 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 da. Uh, oh my god, a new character has emerged. Chip's brother. I, I thought all his family was killed by vampires. Oh, oh is he a vampire? <gasps> Don't or, ruin it, MC. Do they spoil it? Sorry. <laughs> Well, we'll just end all the whole fucking thing here, shall we? Great, the whole thing is done yeah, now. You don't have to watch the next episode now, because, you know, you already a know it. A pivotal plot point, like, right in, like, the crux of the season, yeah. and you just fucking spoil it. <laughs> <laughs> you pin... Somehow, you managed to work out <laughs> that very intricate, <laughs> deceiving, no-one-could-ever-work-it-out plot point, and you've just ruined it for everyone. So I hope you're proud of yourself. A, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> it was like... Uh, Great. Watching well, Star I'm, I'm... Wars, I'm like, yeah, I think that's his dad, Darth Vader. Yeah, yeah, I think so. <laughs> See the family resemblance. Great. Well, I'm really looking forward to Family Part Three. I wonder now, what where we'll we find happen. out. Oh, maybe, maybe someone will be a vampire. Maybe. <laughs> maybe it'll be Chip's brother who's just turned up at the end of this cliffhanger episode. Well, so he's a serpentine vampire, which is amazing. <laughs> that just holds a whole new dimension. <laughs> I hope he makes like some sort of quick like. Uh, like surfs up or something oh, like that yes. as, he, as he bites into maybe he like bites into someone's neck the blood comes shooting out and he does like a, a surf wave yeah. over it I know surfing <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot uh, of blood lo- blood letting in, in surfing definitely <laughs> and vampires uh, well I hope there's some more interesting things that haven't always already been ruined in family part 3 <laughs>